when you are being attacked by challenges or by the spirit of discouragement, because the devil wants you to feel defeated. The enemy wants you to feel defeated. People who are discouraged, believers who are discouraged, you know, the enemy will bring, tell them a lie and make them, you know, he will, he will inflame the, uh, the situation all around you, you know, and the situation becomes so big, so large, that he will take your eyes even off the victory that Jesus Christ has won for you. He will take your eyes off the victory that Christ has won for you. You will forget that, in fact, that you are more than a conqueror. And one of the things that we ought to be very careful, please, if you are going through challenges, watch what you say. Watch what you say. Elijah was a powerful man of God. He lived a very holy life. And he was so anointed. We saw the miracles he did. We saw how he called down fire from heaven, how God responded to him. You know, we saw even how the ravens, how they fed him, how God fed him. We saw supernatural, you know, tendencies and manifestations all around him. In fact, when he was about to die and Elisha was about to take over, Elisha asked for double portion of his anointing. That was massive. But you see, this man, in spite of See what he said here when he became the score. He said, God, please take my life. I want to die. Take my life. I am not better than the people that had come before me. I am not better than my fathers. Take my life. And do you know what happened? He received exactly what he said. The first night he did, that God did. God said, okay, well, because you see, God exalts his word even above his name. And he's not a respecter of persons. God is a respecter of his word. He's a respecter of his principles. Now, what happened to Elijah? At that point in time, when he said, God, kill me, I'm tired. His ministry summarily was concluded. That was the end of a flourishing ministry. That was the end of his life. I want us to read, you know, to read ahead and then we'll see what happened. Open to First Kings chapter 19. 1 Kings chapter 19. Still reading. For now from verse 14. So he said, and he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts. Because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars, slain thy prophets with the sword. I, even I, alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Uh-huh. And the Lord said unto him, Now go, return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou comest, anoint Hazel to be king over Syria, and Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel, and Elisha, the son of Shepherd, of Abel Meholah, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. So he will take your place. 
And it shall come to pass, and then it shall come to pass that he that escaped the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay, and him that escaped the sword of Jehu shall Elisha, Elisha slay. So you can see what happened here to him. Now, his God did exactly what he said. That is why you need to watch your word this season. Watch what you say. Proverbs chapter 6 from verse 12. It says, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. And Jesus himself taught us this. Mark 11 from verse 23. It says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. You can see, say, say, say. So you have whatsoever you say. If you are going through a period of hardship or probably are going through a period of trial in life, people go through trials. It will be time that you will be discouraged, but please watch what you say. Never say the negative. What you say is what you see. What you say is what you have. He said, he shall have whatsoever he said. So he said, kill me. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to die. And that was exactly what happened to him. And just, God just gave him, you know, God just summarily just concluded his ministry and asked him the thing that he should do before he left. Immediately, Elisha was not in the scene before. Elisha came into the scene. Praise the name of the Lord. So, please watch what you say. Yes, things are hard, <laughs> but <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> Believe the report of the Lord. Declare the report of the Lord. Say what the Bible says about you. Say what the word of God says about you. That is how to achieve victory over discouragement. Because whatsoever you say, you will have. Whatsoever you say, you will see. Never say that you are down and out. Or never say, oh, see, we are helpless. I'm helpless. It is finished. You are never a victim. You are a victor. Amen? You are never the conquered. You are a conqueror. In fact, more than a conqueror. So you are not defenseless. You are not helpless. You are not hopeless. You are not unarmed. You are not unguarded. You need to know, understand these things. See how God was so close to this man and in the face, in the presence of the anointing and the presence of God, see what discouragement did to his life. May you not cooperate with the trials of the moment even to, to, to cause more destruction, even to your life in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I pray in the precious name of Jesus Christ that you will conform even to that thing that God has spoken concerning your life. You are not defeated in the precious name of Jesus. You are not subjugated in the precious name of Jesus. I say you are not oppressed in the precious name of Jesus. You are triumphant in him. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's say I'm triumphant in him. 
Let somebody say, I am not finished. I am not down and out in the precious name of Jesus Christ. In the face of this pandemic and all the attendant consequences. Even in Nigeria right now, our money has been devalued. So things are more expensive now. And it's not as if uh, people's pay have been increased commensurately. I pray for you in the precious name of Jesus that the word of God will work wonders in your life. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. That is what the word of God does. So when you cooperate with the word of God, you know, and say the right things, say what God says about you, you begin to see those things will come to pass. It says that in the time of famine, they shall be satisfied. This is your portion. Amen. Amen. This is your experience. And this should be your minimum irreducible position in life, either from now, hallelujah, and forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. See what it says again. It says, the Lord shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thee from this time henceforth and also forever. This will be our testimony in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about those that fear him and delivers them. That is your word this season, the precious name of Jesus. Diseases and plagues shall be far from thy dwelling. That is the word of God for you. Hallelujah. So you declare it in the precious name of Jesus. It says he will give his angels charge over thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They will bear you in their hands lest you dash your foot against the stone. You will never, see, listen, this COVID accidentally will never be your portion in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And for those probably who have contacted it, you will not die in Jesus' mighty name. Because he goes again ahead and says that he will satisfy you with long life. And then he will show you his salvation. So probably you are in a situation right now that you think you are going to die. You will not die. Confess the word of God. Because God also has a provision for people who have been attacked. He said, with long life will he satisfy you and then show you his salvation. Praise the name of the Lord. That is your portion in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. So say what God says about you and then you see what God is seeing about you in the precious name of Jesus Christ. So, now, when he got tired and the angel had to wake him up, two things. The angel woke him up and then also, please, may I also mention this as I continue? May I also mention this? You know, never think as if you are the only one doing the right thing. Because Elijah somehow believe he was the only one facing the situation but see what God said to him in that in that same first king chapter 19 from verse 18 he said Elijah you know he said I'm the only one I'm the only one that is left I have not bowed down God said no verse 18 said yet I have left me 7,000 not 70 not 700 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, 
and every mouth which had not kissed him. So from them, he departed and found Elisha, the son of Shepherd, who was plying with the twelfth yoke of oxen before him and with the twelfth. And then Elijah, you know, passed by and then he took his mantle and he cast his mantle upon Elisha. That was when the transference happened, according to the word of God at that time. It was already established spiritually. The ceremony is what we saw that it was beyond Jordan. And the things that Elijah also Elijah had to do even to get that double portion. Listen, you might feel as if you are the only one that you are doing. People have, you have many people who are doing the right thing. Go ahead and keep doing the right thing. Go ahead and keep saying it. Hallelujah. The right things in Jesus' mighty name. And then God Almighty will bring your testimony to you. So right now, Hallelujah. let's look at the two things. When the angel woke him up, the first thing he said um, was that we saw that he, he gave him bread and also water. And this were, these are very significant. The bread there, spiritually, the bread is the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. Because these things, they carry spiritual connotations. We all know that bread is the word. Matthew chapter 4 from verse 4. And he said, and he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So the word of God is bread. If you want to go in the strength for this journey of life that is great, you need these two things. The bread and also the water. And I say there are significance. The bread speaks of the word of God. So the word of God is bread. So the word of God has capabilities to revive and also to infuse strength. Psalm 119 from verse 25. See what it says. It says, I lie in the dust. Revive me by your word. Revive me by your word. Another version says, my soul cleaveth unto the dust. Quicken me, quicken thou me, according to thy word. To revive, to quicken, means to give life. Give me life. It means making alive, keeping alive, and giving more life. So that is how powerful the word of God is. If there's Anything that you should build an affinity for that to make you succeed even in the time of affliction is the word of God. The word. The word. If there was any time that you should eat that word much more than before, it's now. If there was anything that you should desire more 
than gold, than silver, is the word of God. That word is so powerful. The word of God is able to sustain. The word of God is able to cleanse you. The word of God. The sword of the spirit. The word of God brings healing. The word of God brings deliverance. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. You must build an affinity, a passion, an undying one for the word. Now, open your Bible to the book of Jeremiah chapter 15 from verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 15 from verse 16. It says, Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and thy word was unto me the rejoicing, the joy, and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am, for I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. So it says, thy words were found, and I did eat them. Just as you eat meal, as you eat bread, as you eat food, rice, eat, you know, nice dishes. The same thing to the word of God is the food for the spirit. Word of God is food. Is to be eaten. Now see what it says there. So it says, thy words were found. And I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. So, you must find the word of God. How do you find the word of God? You go looking for it. Take your Bible. Ask that the Holy Spirit opens up your understanding and begin to delve into the word of God. God will begin to use, because the word of God have, has capabilities. It's able to revive you even when you are discouraged. It's able to quicken you when you are down. It's able to lift you up again. Just one word from God can change all the situations all around you. The word of God brings direction. The word of God brings instruction. The word of God is the bank of wisdom. Everything you need is in the word. So you go looking for it. Some of us have abandoned the word of God now. You know, and some of us have developed itchy ears. You want to hear what CNN is saying, what Fox News is saying, what is, you know, all that. We thank God for all that. But please, what is God saying? What has God said to you in this time, this season? Because there's a word for every man. If you go seeking for the word, he will reveal it to you, he will give it to you. So it said, thy words were found. So you have to go looking for them so you can find them. Number two, he said, I did eat them. So the word of God that you found or that you find, you eat. To eat means to take it in. To absorb it to internalize it, to apply it to your lives. Everything that God says, just go and do. It says, and 
Thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Listen, when you find the word and you eat them, you apply the word of God, it must generate testimonies. That's what it's saying there. It must generate testimonies. Because it says that your word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. The word has impact. I tell you what, Bible also says that the word of God is alive, is active. Amen? And sharper than any, every treasure sword. The word of God is alive. The word of God is active. And is able to generate results. Please, stay in the word this season. Don't meditate on fake news. Stay in the word. Don't meditate on news that would discourage you. Stay in the word. Because the word of God it has ability to infuse boldness into you. No matter the kind of situation that you, that you find yourself, the word of God is able to bring you out. Go, look for it. Amen? Go, eat it. Amen? Go, apply it. Amen? Go, absorb it. Amen? Go, internalize it. Amen? Go, demonstrate it. Amen? Praise them of Lord. And then you see the testimonies will follow. Testimony that will bring joy and rejoicing into your life. In this time, in this season, there will be rejoicing in your life. There will be joy and rejoicing in your home. In the precious name of Jesus. Sadness shall be far from you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I say praise the name of the Lord. And you do this daily. Exodus chapter 16. See what God was saying, you know. In the Old Testament, God was speaking by shadows. And see, you know, the bread that came from heaven, that is manna. <laughs> God will rain manna from them. See, see the instruction that God gave to them and see what happened. Exodus 16, from verse 16 to 20. It says, and this is, we can also learn from this. And this is the thing which the Lord had commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating. An armor of every man, for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man of them which are in the tents. Some gathered more, some gathered less. It says, and when they did met it with armor, that is when they measured it, he gathered much. He that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. So they gathered every man according to his eating. And then one of the things that Moses said to them is that, said, said, let no man live of it till the morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until morning, and then it bred worms and stank. And Moses was what with them. Now, what is God saying here? Every day, you should feed on the word. Every day. He said, sometimes it could be little. And that would be okay for the day. Sometimes you could stay long in the word. And it doesn't mean that the following day, you would not still go and read the word. That is what he's saying there. No wonder... When Jesus Christ was teaching, you know, 
I mean, when the disciples came and met him and said, Jesus, how to pray? Jesus said something. He said, give us this day our daily bread. So it's a daily thing. We must endeavor to read the word of God daily. Just because you did fast five hours today does not mean you will not eat tomorrow. It's a continuous thing. And as you continue that way, God's powers will listen to your life. You will become a very hard nut for Satan to crack. You will become a very hard nut for the pandemic to crack in the precious name of Jesus Christ. I pray in Jesus' mighty name that whatsoever it is that God has ordained for you in his word for you to manifest this season, that shall be your experience in the precious name of Jesus. And let somebody say a very big amen to that. Now, I conclude by this. Amen. Psalm 119 from verse 36, 37. It says, Incline my heart unto thy testimonies, unto thy words, and not to covetousness. Turn away my eyes from beholding vanity, and revive thou me in thy way. One of the things that God wants to do, or the Bible is saying here, please, it is time for you to turn your eyes. Do not let your eyes turn to sin this season. Instead, let it be on the world. Do not be distracted. Looking up to Jesus, unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Do not be distracted. One of the things that God is saying to us, even in this time and in this season, is that we must live a life that is worthy of God's grace. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus that your eyes shall be fixed upon him. Amen. And you will not be distracted by the vanity in the world in the precious name of Jesus. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that your spiritual life will not be dampened in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. But that God Almighty will refire you even according to his word in Jesus' mighty name. Lift up your hands and just bless the Lord and thank him this evening. Go ahead and thank him this evening. Just one prayer point to pray. You are going to say, Father, in the precious name of Jesus, uh, give me an affinity for your word. Give me a passion for your word. Give me a desire for your word. Oh Lord, help me, oh God, in the precious name of Jesus. Stir my spirit. Stir my mind. Stir me, oh God, from within. Make me have a hunger and a thirst for your word in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. Just pray that prayer in the precious name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray.